This is Consider Anew, the weekly micro-podcast that invites you to discover something new or see a familiar thing in a new way. This season, I'll be joined by co-host Dr. Jane Shore, the brilliant head of research and innovation at School of Thought. Michael, thank you for sharing this amazing platform with us. School of Thought is on a mission to amplify innovative work, build resources, and connect innovators and innovation and education. We do this through the School of Thought blog, gatherings, and now this podcast. On each episode this season, we'll speak with guests from all over the world, explore thought-provoking topics, and share ideas you can take and make usable in your world. I'm your host, Dr. Michael Crawford. And I'm this season's co-host, Dr. Jane Shore. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for being here uh, and joining us uh, morning, evening, night, wherever you're at. Uh, we have a great episode for you here. We got Ivo Hanan, uh, who I'll let him introduce himself in a second. Uh, we have Saad and Kasir from Rev School, and, and they will be uh, driving this uh, driving this bus today. Jane, as always, is here as well. My name is Michael, uh, and again, thanks for joining us. Uh, Evo, let's let's just jump right in. So you uh, have been in education for a while. It would be great if you could share a little bit about your background, who you are, where you are, and what you're up to in the education space these days. Sure, thank you for that, Michael and uh, Saad and Casey. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate it, Jane. Thank you for connecting me to you guys. Um, so my name is Ivo Hanan. I have been uh, an educator for 20 years, born and bred in the UK, taught in the UK in the northwest of England for six, then took a bit of a bold step to relocate to the Middle East, to Dubai. I spent uh, 14 years in Dubai uh, before relocating uh, 2021 July back to the UK um, because I wanted my kids to basically be schooled in, in the UK system. What that did is also give me an opportunity to step out of the classroom and consider starting my own business, which is now what I'm currently doing. It's called Innovation X, and it's basically all the bits of education that I want to try and promote. Big thinking, creative projects, and connecting services with schools and education partners to help them thrive. So, uh, yeah, I've connected with the boys uh, during a Futurescape project that was about nine months ago. Um, and I've also uh, had an opportunity to work with Michael as well on Ed Talks Live, which is a YouTube show that we were co-hosting uh, last year. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's been busy, guys. I want to. I want to just. Break, hello, everyone. I just want to break in just a second to frame it. I'm so happy that we've all come together. Especially happy that um, these young men sitting next to me, Kasir Jesse and Todd Whitehead, are are, are uh, going to dive in. Um, one of the things that has threaded us all together, we met via social media, really. And it's been a way for us to communicate across the world. So one of the things you mentioned was that the, the connection that happened last year when we were all in COVID. And Evo, he, he came to us from Dubai and talked about the future and we did all kinds of creative activities. And this month, 
on the podcast, we're talking about social media and social media in schools. And honestly, this is something that I would say Kasir and Saad probably know a lot more about than I do. Um, and on February 22nd, we are going to have a gathering with teachers in which Evo Hanan is going to facilitate conversation and interaction around the importance of social media in student agency and in finding direction and sharing your voice. So I'm just excited to dive into this conversation and I'm going to hand it over to my young partners in uh, podcast here um, to, to get the conversation going. I don't even start it. Who's starting? Uh, it's sad. Sad. Let's make sure you're. Oh, yeah. All right. What's up, y'all? So the first question we have, the first question we have is, uh, why are you interested in social media and also like social media in schools? All right. So thank you very much. So social media is quite an interesting platform for me because I was very much somebody who thought it was a fad when it first came out. Um, so in 2008, 9, 10, when things started to really kick off with Twitter and Facebook, I was like very much kind of on this denial side, oh, it's not going to do much. Oh, it's just going to be one of these things that disappears. Uh, fast forward to 2018, I was hosting uh, an innovation talk in Singapore as a, an innovation leader. Um, there was a board behind me, and it was a Twitter board. And people were tweeting via my channel, which had very few followers because I, I obviously had nurtured, nurtured it. And it, made, it just really hit me like a train, and it made me realize that I'd missed this massive opportunity because I kind of denied the growth potential um, and the ability to connect with people via social media. So from that point, I made it a priority to actually engage on social media and understand the mechanics. Um, and funnily enough, so what is it? Just over three years later, my actual business is based around social media. <laughs> so uh, it's led me to connect with you guys in the States. It's led me to do bits and pieces with Michael. Uh, it's, it's, to be honest, guys, it's changed. It's actually changed my life, social media has. Um, it's changing a lot of lives right now. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, and it can change everyone, everyone else's if they're willing to take that step. I think. Um. So I got a question for you, people. How do you feel about presenting social media at like a young age? Do you think it's, do you think it's like a age that children should start at or do you think it's just no age? Okay. So the, as you guys know, there's general limitations. I think it's 13 on a lot of platforms. Um, there are examples of kids who are younger than that age who are being very successful on social media however those students kids who are younger and even up until i would say the late teens they're generally managed by an adult they're not managed by themselves and 
you know, there's a the, that that needs to be brought to the fold. Is yeah, if you've got like a ten year old, my son's ten and nine tomorrow, and he wants a YouTube channel. Cool, but the attention span of children to to kind of go through that kind of nobody's watching my channel, no one's engaging, and keep pushing through to the point where they start to grow. That requires a certain mindset. Generally, not always, but generally, adults are the ones who bring that on to help them be consistent and keep things going. So, yes, there is a great opportunity for youth to engage with social media and build up. But I do think you need the support of adults to make sure you're navigating things from both a personal well-being point of view and a safety point of view as well. Um, and if and if there is someone who's doing that, why not? I definitely agree with everything you just said. Well, that's good. Evo, <laughs> <laughs> Evo, I, I wanted to just real quick. I, I just want to pick up on something you said um, about students or about you, you know, younger folks in social media. How do you, you know, it sounded like when you were presenting and the the you know the twit the Twitter board was right behind you. You know, you're presenting in kind of a professional space. The Twitter board is there and you start to make that connection. How do you, you know, do you have any either suggestions or, or how do you think about um, young people who may see social media as really just an entertainment kind of platform versus a platform that can help solve problems, help accomplish goals and help, you know, kind of build and make things uh, as opposed to just, you know, consuming for fun. You know, Michael, I see it's sad, Jane. It's the same with many things. You can make the most of something or you can be passive with it. And that goes with a lot of aspects in your life. Social media is just one of them, right? The, the sad tale is the majority of human beings in the Western world in particular are consumers by nature. It leaves a bit of space for those entrepreneurs who are like, you know what, I can consume, but I can also create. And as a result, just by starting something, it doesn't matter whether it's shaped or not, guys. By just starting something, you're on the right path of essentially becoming an entrepreneur. We don't know how long it's going to take, but by doing it, by becoming a content creator, you're on that journey, aren't you? So um, it's available to everyone, but I'm not sure if it's suitable for everyone. If that makes sense. Understandable. So, um, well, since you said your whole, your whole, um, your whole business is basically based around social media and tech. Uh, what has been some of your biggest challenges? Uh, that people people thought the same way I did three, three and a half years ago. Still, you know, Instagram just passed um, two billion monthly active users. So that's more than a quarter of the world are using it monthly. Facebook is, is more than that anyway. And there's still people who are like... It's a fad, basically, you know, and I understand because that's exactly how I felt for a very long time. That's the challenge. Um, 
like I said, you're always going to get people who are going to take things a little bit more than others. So I'm, I'm toning my energy towards the ones who are a bit more open to that thing. Uh, are you doing good at like managing that and making the best from it? Yeah, it's going good. I'm gonna. I'm in the position now where my goal, guys, was to take on my first team member after 18 months. Now I'm new to business, guys. As you know, we spoke about this. It looks like I'll be taking on my first team member within within 12 months. So um, yeah, no, it's going. It's 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 going well. It's going well, guys. Uh, it's been going well. Has, has there been any like precautions that you have been taking to make sure everything is like running smoothly, or just trying to make sure like you know nobody tries to take steal your ideas? It all boils down to the plan, guys. Um, it all boils down to the plan because. Um, Social media, I think, looks casual, but it's not casual. Behind the scenes of all the most successful people on social media, behind the biggest ones, there's now probably about 10 people who are taking photographs, planning, creating content calendars, pushing things out, advertising. You think it's one person, but it's not. But that person initially started on their own. And what's kept them going, guys, is that consistency of posting every day and posting quality content every day. That consistency, you know, when we talk about um, the Casey Neistats and the, and the Logan Pauls of the world, whether you like them or not, they endured in the days when nobody cared about social media and nobody was watching. They endured and they kept going and they created a brand for themselves. And as a result, when it kicked off, they benefited from it. So that consistency on the journey is what's key, guys. All right, so um, our last and most important question, well, I think it's the most important question. Uh, like, how could you, how can we incorporate learning, social media learning to our schools, basically? Okay, so if you consider social media as a voice to students, as a voice to the individual, your own portfolio almost, like your channel is your portfolio. Let's take, I see, let's take you as an example. You're like, you know what, instead of having my work in Google Drive and in Word and in this, and what I'm going to do is take the best stuff and I'm going to story on Instagram and I'm going to share people exactly what my poetry looks like and I want to share with people exactly what it sounds like when I interview someone because it's going to be a real or I'm going to share with you how I felt when I graduated all of a sudden that becomes that becomes the proof that not only is that journey authentically you but when you step forward you can show people if you want to find out more about me, find me on Instagram. Not if you want to find out more about me, I will send you my resume. That is your resume. It's your live resume, guys. It lives, it breathes, it is you, it's your story, it's your feed, it's your 
And and if someone sees it in the right place, you never know where it's going to lead, right? So yeah, I I, I think I, I think every student who is legally allowed to have a social media channel should have a social media channel from an academic point of view. They might have one as a personal thing, but from an academic point of view, hundred percent they should have. One. Maybe we need to think about that for a revolution. Yeah, I'll, uh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn, yeah, yeah, that's true. We do. Yeah, I LinkedIn. I think we should get more active on those. But I feel like our school Instagram, we have been working. Yeah. We have been working pretty well on it since ninth grade. Like, we had a lot of posts from it. We had um. Jenna, Jenna helped us. Like, she brought some of the students in to help with the social media. Yeah. So I feel like that's been going good. The only thing I feel like we should just uh, be more consistent with it. We haven't been all that consistent, like starting this year. So I think that would be pretty cool if we like keep on it and get students, get students to help, get some nice pictures. Cause everybody like nice pictures. I mean, yeah. that's really, that's what's going to get them. That's what's going to sell them. I sell them. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what's going to get them. And yeah, I think that would be cool. Learning about what you all are doing. Yeah. The idea is really sharing the story, mm -hmm. right? Basically, making them interested. Yeah, it's. I love the what um, Evo said about it. it's like your living portfolio. It's like a resume. Here's what we've done. Yeah, we're part of a new school. So, um, yeah, I think that that yeah. makes a ton of sense. I mean, there are so many stories, and the student perspective. I mean, just the perspective of any individual is valuable, and you know the uh, young individuals happen to also be students. And so being able to share their personal experiences at the school or being able to share from kind of the school's perspective, I think there's a range of different ways that um, that young folks and in kind of an academic setting can use social media. All right. So we are at a point in our podcast that we call the lightning round. These are just quick questions, Evo. Um, Kasir and um, Saad are going to ask. They can. You can have a one-word answer. You could have a couple words. Just kind of quick things to get to know you a little. Dig in questions we haven't asked. So I'm going to hand it over. Saad, are you taking it first? Yeah, I got you. Uh, first question is, what is your favorite piece of tech? My new MacBook Pro. I absolutely love it, guys. I, I, I mean, I can't tell you how much I love it. It's like, it's like a limb. Like, I just, it's unbelievably valuable having one. Um, and I'm very fortunate because it, it, it's, a, it's a business purchase. So as I've built my business, I've managed to purchase something that, you know, it, it, it's fairly costly and, and, and from a business end, it is benefiting the business as well. So, uh, yeah. 100%. Um, so, me, myself, I like to watch anime a lot, Evo. I don't know if you do or you read mangas, but I was wondering if you do watch or read mangas, what is your favorite? I see. I actually don't. I do appreciate the art. There is something about my younger brother. So, Naruto? Is it Naruto? Yeah. So, so my younger brother, he had the, he had the, the, the band with it, and, and he used to like get into all this and he went into this whole kind of um, 
the Pokemon series and he, and he was like talking about the origins of it and how it relates to art and stuff. I love the art, but I've never really gotten into it. Um, I have a, uh, I do have a, a true appreciation of So um, now, now that I was just thinking about it, I know that it's a lot that comes with a business. So I was thinking like, when you had them, like the troubles and the setbacks, what made you get through it? Like, uh, how how easy was it for you to get through it in those times? Okay, guys. So I'm going to be completely honest here. I've been essentially building the business idea. It was the, since the first day Zach was born. So I mean, he turns nine tomorrow. So it's been simmering in my mind for nine years, well, eight years before I essentially launched. I've done a lot of homework. I've made a lot of connections, predominantly through social media, funnily enough. And all those things have paid off. So although I've stepped out of the classroom to start a business, which I've obviously never done before, since starting the business, the journey's actually been fairly uh, calm. I haven't had lucky seas. I was given my first project the first time I started in my business. And since then, I've been given further projects. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, to answer your question, I guess, it'd be make sure you do your homework to, to, to avoid rocky seas. I'm sure bigger problems will come up. But in the last six months since I've started, guys, I've gone further than I, I thought I would have done. Much further than I thought. So, yeah. I was about to say, I hope you don't have any problems so far. Yeah. Definitely wish you like a, I would say, not a safe travel, but safe passage through like your whole experience going into running that business and everything. Yeah, no, thanks, guys. But I did this, say this to you back when we first started speaking. There might be an opportunity eventually at some point where I can put something your way if you feel a bit entrepreneurial because the whole idea with Innovation X is it spreads across teachers, parents, students. So who knows? We could be connecting at some point, collaborating at some point, guys, you know? You heard it here. It's on record. <laughs> so I'm just, I just want to point that out. These two young men. Rising yeah, stars, no. starting computer, rising stars. Love it. And uh, Eva, we'll get all of your uh, your links, links to your business, to your social. Uh, all of that will be in the show notes, as always. Um, any last questions, guys? Before we before we cut Eva loose. No. Yeah, I'm all good. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, Eva, <laughs> thanks. Uh, it's always great to see you uh, i appreciate you always making the time uh, and we're glad to have you on the podcast uh and yeah like the gentleman said we wish you well in your in your travels i'm sure you know like you said you're moving faster than you expected i don't anticipate that slowing down anytime soon uh with what you're up to and and the kind of work that you do so it's always good to see you and uh and thanks for coming on and thank yeah. you for our, our rising stars our young our young people too um because yeah. there's not and, and Eva, it's always great to see you. And uh, Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, Michael, Jane, thank you very much for having me on. But 
the stars of the show, Saad and Kaisia. Guys, you've done a great job. And honestly, I really appreciate you allowing me to share my voice in this situation to get my message across, guys. Thank you. That wraps this episode of Consider Anew. Check out the show notes for links and other details. If you liked what you heard and you're willing to help the podcast out, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review. And if there's someone in your world who you think might appreciate this episode, do them a favor and send it their way. Thanks to Michael Lipset of Pastel Stories. And thanks, Jane, for joining me. Thanks, Michael, for having me and for collaborating with School of Thought. And thanks to you, listener, for tuning in. As always, we'd love to hear from you. So say hello on Twitter. I'm at Shore Jane Shore. And check out our blog, schoolofthought.substack.com, where we make big ideas usable. I'm at MJ Craw on Twitter. And I'd love to connect at mjcraw.com. And until next time, consider anew. Thank you.